All right, we're going to touch very briefly on two more subjects, uh, one of which is abstinence, and then the other one is Satanism, because I, I feel like of all the things that your cat needs to know about, it's definitely those two. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Maybe if you don't want to talk, you could just listen. What is happening? I am Mal Foster and you are listening to, or perhaps even this week you are watching, the latest episode of your third favourite, above average, but infinitely curious podcast, Dined Out. Yeah, this week there is a video accompaniment to this episode, which I would say is probably worth checking out. I'm a little bit hesitant to say definitely, because as of this moment, I have no idea what is going to be in this episode. Like, at all. It's completely a mystery to me. We are going to be diving into what is supposedly the weirdest websites on the internet in 2022. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I have no idea what that is going to entail. Uh, I do think it's going to be fucking bizarre and hopefully pretty funny. And hopefully pretty fun, which would be a nice sense of relief following last week's episode, our season premiere. If you listened to last week's episode, then first and foremost, as always, thank you very much. If uh, you didn't, you might want to remedy that, because we kicked off the new season in fantastic fashion. I had an amazing conversation with Dr. Daryl Ray, who, for those of you who don't know, is a psychologist, a highly esteemed author all-round font of knowledge about many subjects, but the subject that we talked about pretty much exclusively last week, although we did kind of dive into some sort of tangents and subdivisions and uh, related areas, we kind of really got into religious trauma and the work that he's been doing with the non-profit organisation Recovering From Religion. So, yeah, it was pretty dense and heavy and very serious. There were moments of levity in there, it wasn't just a grim hours conversation. Um, Dr. Ray has got a fantastic wit. But the, the general sort of tone of what we were talking about, and rightfully so, was pretty serious. Religious trauma and the sort of negative aspects of religion is somewhat of a hot-button topic. It's one a lot of people don't want to talk about uh, for whatever reason, but I feel like it's something that we need to talk about. And the work that Dr. Ray has been doing with Recovering From Religion is an absolute testament to the fact that we need to have conversations about religious trauma and everything that kind of is tied into that. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic way to start the season, but as I say, very dense and very serious. Hence, this week's episode, which is somewhat of a stupid palate cleanser, rife with very bizarre bollocks, probably. But again, I don't know, because I haven't a clue what awaits us. But yeah, considering we are going to be looking at things on the internet, I did think it would be good to do a video component for this. If you want to stick to the tried and true tested method of the original OG audio format, then, you know, 
absolutely go for it go with what works for you but know that there is a video version of this episode as well and there's some bonuses in there for instance if you check out the video version of this episode you can see me looking rough as a badger's ass and also drinking some tomato soup out of a big microwavable bowl and an extra bonus is that i've never had this soup before so it's just an episode of firsts actually that soup tastes really nice but i have let it go cold so <laughs> gazpacho i guess i mean i don't know if uh, if the promise of me drinking soup out of a microwavable bowl is going to do anything to boost the numbers on the video version of this unless people are really into that mukbang life I don't know, but there is the promise of that, if if you fancy it. Anyway, let's crack on. We've got weird shit to look at. Alright, so as you can see, if you're watching the video version, if you're not, then you can't see it, obviously. Um, this comes from makeawebsitehub.com. I've never heard of this website, ever. And I have no idea if they've got a good reputation or a bad reputation. I don't even know if anybody other than me knows about it well me and the people that make the website and run it i don't know it just seems a bit of an obscure place to have a, a list of weird websites on the internet but um, i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt all right so scrolling down if you're looking for pointless weird and a revel for pointless weird and a revel why can i not say irrelevant irrelevant oh my fucking days if you're looking for pointless, weird, and irrelevant websites, then be prepared to have your mind blown with this unruly bunch. Alright, I'm going to stop there. That is setting me up either for an amazing time or just a shit ton of disappointment. So, yeah, mind blown. Alright, makeawebsitehub.com. You've thrown down the gauntlet. Let's see if you can deliver. Alright, so... Jesus Christ, what is this? And instantly, it's uh, it's a website, just a bunch of ones, several, dot com, and uh, the tab title, Arnold Sailor Moon Egger. So Arnold, Arnie, crossed with Sailor Moon. By the way, I will put a link to this, and if you go on any of these websites, if you go anywhere that I'm talking about here, that is completely on you. You're in charge of your own browsing fingers, clicking fingers that's on you my friend so it's just a single picture of i i don't even know how to describe it really um yeah just several photoshopped arnie faces on characters from sailor moon arnie from lots of different movies on the body of people from sailor moon i guess and then there is somebody's face is photoshopped onto King Kong, who's got a microphone. Yeah, wow. So if you... Okay. Is this kind of like LHOHQ, where if I click on stuff... Yeah, there you go. You get you get pop-up bits on the actual website. I am actually a little bit frightened to to click stuff here, but it seems like I'm just getting just random bits of text and image. Holy plastic beefy. And then one comes up with just like this jittering gif saying pump it up yeah very weird all right let's scroll down amazondating.co amazon dating hot singles near me this basically just is is an amazon landing page it's obviously been tweaked surely amazon dating isn't actually a real thing 
I mean, I know Amazon has branched out into pretty much every aspect of life, but surely they're not doing <laughs> dating as well. Yeah, just a, a series of um, portrait photos with ratings. Uh, the bestseller on Amazon dating is Amy. She's 29. She's got an average rating of four and a half stars from uh, a total of 4,941 reviews, which I wonder how many of those are actually real reviews. Um, and is available for fifty nine ninety nine, And yeah, it just kind of follows the same pattern. Lots of portrait pictures with different prices, different ratings. Teddy here, 87. Holy shit, Teddy's got a high score there. Fantastic average review. Five stars out of 52,336 for 87-year-old Teddy. Uh, he is currently unavailable. Let's click on Teddy's page. Oh wow. So you click on Teddy's page and it gives you a bit more information. Fit, as expected, 73%. He's, um, oh, hold on. It does say he's five foot five inches, but we can change that. So, I mean, he is unavailable, so maybe it isn't really worth pursuing Teddy at 87. But if you are wondering, uh, Teddy doesn't feel guilty about staying in on a Saturday night. He does leave a voicemail every time, and he will watch the sunset with you. Nice. But again, currently unavailable. I'm not going to go through all of these, because that would take forever, and it's just really not worth it. So I'm going to look for a pretty low-rated one, because they're always fun to look at, right? All right, so let's take a look at Ricky. Ricky seems to be the lowest-rated on here. Granted, he's only had three reviews, but... Uh, a price tag of $299.99. Maybe that's partly why he's been getting so many um, low reviews. So, Ricky26 wants you to know he's an actor. Will probably leave you for Halsey when he becomes famous. Likes to be called Daddy. Replies with only LMAO. Also doesn't know who Van Halen is. Well, to be fair, I think most people at 26 aren't really likely to know who Van Halen is. Yeah, we can change his height, so all the way up to 8 foot. So let's click 8 foot, and then let's add Ricky. Oh no, it's not even Ricky, it's Rizky. Oh, okay, with a Z, Rizky. Rizky click, add to cart, place your order. <laughs> I'm just doing this because I'm curious to see where the hell this, this even goes. I mean, it says my order has been placed. And an email confirmation has been sent to me. I, for the love of God, hope this isn't linked to my actual Amazon account and I've been charged $300 for whatever bullshit this is. I really don't think that's going to happen. I don't want a 8 foot 26 year old arriving at my door. Ever. Let alone by today at 7pm. Which at the time of recording is in an hour. God, that would be terrifying. Anyway, let's get off of this. <laughs> what a bunch of bollocks. Alright, ducks are the best. Let's take a look. I mean, they're good, but really, are they the best? I'm not sure if this website's actually down or not, but there's just there's nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. The Quiet Place. If you spend way too much time sitting at a desk and staring into a computer screen, then this website will certainly be well appreciated. The only thing you will need to do is press your spacebar and read. Okay, so we've got 
what looks like a sort of generic, sort of low quality search engine result page um, with related searches titled Open Project, A Quiet Place, It Will Be Okay. Alright, we've had two websites that don't even work anymore, so before we go on to the next one, I'm going to have the rest of my soup. Ninja Flex. Sounds like it could be good. And by good, I mean shit. And it's, 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 it is quite shit. And it is just some very pixelated uh, graphics of a guy doing the crane kick and then just like a bicep pumping. Flex! Whoa! Ninja! Flex! Ninja! Flex! And that's it. Just when you, when you move, <laughs> when you move your cursor over the crane kick, you get. Ninja! And when you move your cursor over the pumping bicep. Flex! Yeah. That's that's it. That's a website. That is a website. Flex, ninja. Indeed. Endless Horse. One of the strangest websites I've ever seen. A horse with never-ending legs. Keep scrolling and you might get to the bottom of it. Or maybe not. So there it is. And it's kind of done in... I don't know what that, that is called when it's like dots and dashes uh, to make a picture. But there is the horse. And there are its legs. That just keep going and going and going. It does make me wonder why people make these websites and then also pay the the admin fees, the hosting for it. Bizarre. Alright, next website, that the finger. And it is just again a sort of pixelated image of a fist, and then if you move over to the far right of the page, it just gives you the middle finger. What is this pointless shit? Bury me with my money. Alright, little cartoon guy has fallen from the top of the screen. Bury me with my money. Bury me with my money. And then there's another guy Bury me with my money. fallen from the sky. And then here's a third one. Bury me with my money. What utter pointless shite. <laughs> Quick draw. Okay, this kind of looks like it could be... Something more. God knows. Quick draw. Can a neutral network learn to recognise doodling? Oh. Okay. Help it. Help teach it by adding your drawings to the world's largest doodling data set. Shared publicly to help with machine learning research. Ah, uh, it's kind of interesting that. But at the same time, we're just kind of fueling AI to learn what doodles are. Which, I mean, is that really going to push forward singularity any faster? I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm willing to have a, a little go at this, even at that potential risk. All right, let's draw. Draw a mailbox in under 20 seconds. Oh, okay. And then it's got to guess it. So I've got 20 seconds to draw a mailbox. Computer's got 20 seconds to guess it. All right. All right, there. I see line. I see line. Or street light. Nope. Or nail. Or floor lamp. Oh, I know. Mailbox. That's kind of creepy. Not gonna lie. All I did was draw a square on a stick and it got it. Draw van in under 20 seconds. Alright, van should be a little bit more difficult, right? You would think. Alright, so. I see leg or elbow. Nope. Or bag. Nope. Or suitcase or square. I see pillow or keyboard or postcard. Oh, I know. It's 
How did you get banned from that? It's literally just a rectangle with a small square in it for the window and then a circle. I mean, these are as rudimental as, as I can do. Draw parachute in under 20 seconds. All right, let's have a go at this. See if you, you're probably going to get this, but let's go. I see line, or knee, or shoe, or pillow, or pool. I see keyboard. Oh, I know, it's parachute. This is, this is insane. Draw a tiger. Okay, last one, because I cannot draw an animal with this really simple using the trackpad way of drawing stuff. So he's going to look like the shittest tiger that there ever was. But I bet you as soon as I put stripes on this thing, it will get it. All right, here we go. 20 seconds. I oh. see moon, or circle, or peanut, or spoon, or bird. I see bow tie, or elephant, or dog, or sweater. I see scorpion, or hand, or cat. Oh, fuck off, mate. There's no way you guessed that was a tiger from that. It looked like a salamander that had been brought back to life and had, had like, cocktail forks put through it. I don't know. That was really shit. That was the shittest tiger I could have drawn, and I don't know how the hell you got that. This is actually creeping me out a little bit, so I'm going to stop. All right, this this looks uh, a bit uh, something. <laughs> Insert your own word here in just a minute. It's called Bees, Bees, Bees. And the, the still on the website is of uh, Oprah Winfrey saying bees. And that website doesn't work either. Can't bounce. Um, sounds like it could be fun. Sounds like it could be terrible if done in real life. Do not bounce your cat. Uh, and it's just, it's a, it's a graphic-based website. Single landing page of cats just, just bouncing. Uh, there is an option here in the top right to make it rain. Um, which presumably is just going to have a shit ton of cats fall from the top of the page. So, let's click it. <laughs> oh, this also doesn't need to be on the internet, but this is actually kind of funny. This is actually kind of fun. Shall we make it rain again? Yeah, why not? We're here. We're only here once, right? <laughs> so fucking stupid. He-Man sings, uh, we all know that, right? I mean, even somebody who's a complete noob to the internet knows what that is. Alright, now we're talking. I'm not even going to read the blurb for this. PartridgeGetsLucky.com And it's got still of him doing his air base in his caravan. It's a video. And it's just... It's just... It's just, <laughs> it's just Alan Partridge playing air base to Daft Punk's Get Lucky. There is a, a one-hour YouTube edit of this. So, yeah... If you if you want that, it's available for an entire hour. Zombo.com. No idea what the hell this is. Let's just dive into it. Zombo. Okay. This is... It's just... Okay. It sounds kind of scary, anonymous. And I'm done with that. 
I'm going to be honest, I'm actually really quite disappointed with this list, makerwebsitehub.com. These are not necessarily weird. I was expecting some things to be kind of disturbing and engaging and interactive and puzzling. Kind of more on the plane of LHOHQ than just variations of the same pointless shit. I mean, you could argue that LHOHQ is some pointless shit, but at least... That's got an immersive interactive element to it. Anyway, then they've got a website saying pleaselike.com. Nothing much to this site other than a very small Facebook like button. And yes, over 300,000 people have liked this page. Again, what is the point? What is the point? I feel like I'm slowly going insane through just the absolute futility of all of this. Just, what? Oh, hold on. Hold on now. You may just have redeemed yourself here, makerwebsitehub.com. Weird or confusing.com. Sell me something weird or confusing, please. Uh, yes. Alright, this is, this is more what I was looking for. Sell me something weird or confusing, please. And then you hit this button, and... Crafting with cat hair. <laughs> Cute handicrafts to make with your cat. So, this is a book. Available for $19.93 if you're in the US. Don't know if it has got international um, shipping. It does ship from the US, so you may be able to get it if you are in a different country. And there is a, a very strange front image of a cat sniffing a toy mouse that has been made from the cat's own hair. Uh, yeah. Got fur balls? Are your favourite sweaters covered with cat hair? Do you love to make quirky and one-of-a-kind crafting projects? If so, then it's time to throw away your lint roller and curl up with your kitty crafting with cat hair. It shows readers how to transform stray clumps of fur into soft and adorable handicrafts. From kitty tote bags and finger puppets to fluffy cat toys, picture frames and more. Um, you can make most of these projects in under an hour, with a little help of course from your feline friends. It is... By the looks of it, it is a real book. 96 pages. And, yeah. I I mean, like, our cat does shed a lot of fluff. Because she's an extremely fluffy cat. But I don't really think I'm going to start crafting toys and tote bags with it. It's weird as hell. But kind of practical. If you're into that. Let's do one more before we leave. Sell me something weird or confusing. I do quite like this website. This is pretty good. This actually does something. Yodeling pickle. <laughs> what the actual hell? Um, yeah, it's just a toy. It's not like a pickle that you yodel into. It's not like a, a yodeling practice pickle to help strengthen your yodeling lungs. I don't think. I think it is just a toy shaped like a pickle with a speaker in it. And a button. You press the button, and uh, lo and behold, the the pickle yodels. And what's really strange about this is that this is not the only one. You scroll down into all listings for this product. There's there's a few of them. There's a, there's definitely a few yodeling pickles here. It is considered a sort of gag gift or a novelty, and I get that. Um, you know what? Christmas isn't that far away. 
maybe uh maybe we bookmark this and uh use that as a as a little gift let's take a little look actually at some of the reviews here uh simple fun with a twist we had fun with this goofy little toy unusual and not too loud everyone wanted to try it out well obviously doy it's a yodeling pickle admittedly a few just shook their heads in curiosity but most laughed and joined in the fun Funny gag gift, very unique, one-of-a-kind funny gift for lovers of pickles and yodeling. And then just a very straight-to-the-point review. Great with the actual review saying, love it. So, yeah, pretty good reviews there for yodeling pickle. The yodeling pickle. Alright, so scrolling down and it just looks like we've got more useless shite. Whitetrash.nl and corndog.io. It looks again just like simple landing pictures. The links don't even work. Or maybe corndog one does. Let's take a look. Yeah, it's just, just moving images of corn dogs going from, from left to right on a diagonal slant. It's not really weird, is it? It's just it's just pointless. I think we've peaked I think we've peaked gang at Yodeling Pickle. I did a little bit more digging outside of makeawebsitehub.com because honestly I just was not impressed with that whatsoever and I found a couple of links myself starting with always judge a book by its cover. Some books win awards, some win a heart and others only serve to confuse. So this seems kind of in a similar vein to sell me something confusing um, where it's just pulling from the internet random books that appear to be real I believe. Starting with how to talk to your cat about gun safety. So, you know, outside of crafting items, toys, tote bags, uh, little hats that the cat will never wear because it hates having things put on its head, especially things made from its own fluff. Uh, Whilst doing that, you can talk to your cat about gun safety. Oh, this is brilliant. Holy shit, this is amazing. This isn't just about talking to your cat about gun safety. (laughs) It's how to talk to your cat about gun safety and abstinence, drugs, Satanism and other dangers that threaten their nine lives. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to read this verbatim. The cats of America are under siege. Long gone are the good old days when a cat's biggest worries were mean dogs or a bath. Modern cats must confront Satanist on... <laughs> Modern cats must confront Satanists, online predators, the possibility of needing to survive in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and countless other threats to their nine lives. For over four decades, the American Associate of Patriots have stood at the vanguard of our country's defence by helping to prepare our nation's cat owners for the difficult conversations they dread having with their pets. Written in a simple Q&A format, How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety, answers crucial questions such as what is the right age to talk to my cat about the proper use of firearms and what are the benefits of my cat living a lifestyle of abstinence and especially why does my cat need to use the internet can't he just play with yarns like cats used to do so this is clearly a piss take this is clearly like a satire but it is absolutely brilliant satire um yeah do you know, as stupid as it is, there is a part of me that actually wants to buy this. 
right, so yeah, I did a thing. <laughs> it's uh, about, give or take, just under a week since I was perusing through the apparently weirdest websites of 2022 and finding myself bitterly disappointed until I stumbled across uh, that book. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't help myself. So here I am, as I say, just under a week later, with a used copy of How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety, Abstinence, Drugs, Satanism, and Other Dangers That Threaten Their Nine Lives. Yeah, physical copy of it. Slightly worn, but actually in pretty decent condition, in my hands. There is no singular author who's willing to take the credit for this. Instead, it is accredited to the American Association of Patriots. (laughs) I love the fact that this exists in the first place, and now that I actually have a copy of it. Who knows, maybe this will be a prize one day in the future on this podcast. Maybe I will give this away as a prize of some kind. But for the time being, now that I have it in my possession, proudly... I may add, I thought I would sort of dovetail this very ramshackled episode off into some choice select readings from this masterpiece. Alright, so I'm going to read through the introduction very quickly and then I am going to sort of cherry pick some particular moments. And all of this is brand new to my eyes. Um, I have had a very quick flick through, and I mean a quick flick, but um, I haven't really stopped to actually read anything because I wanted it to be... Uh, first scene for this. My fellow Pertriots, you hold in your hands the only book in print today with the courage to tell it like it is, to stand up to the idolators, the liberals, the international bankers and the secret kings of Europe who want to destroy America and replace it with their one world government, to bring about our downfall. These villains have targeted what is truly our greatest national resource, our cats. American cats have the softest bellies, the fluffiest tails and the loudest purrs, We are the greatest country in the history of the world and we have the cats to match. Our enemies know they have no chance of defeating us while we stand tall with our cats by our sides and so, for years, these scoundrels have worked in the shadows, trying to weaken us and our cats. Stripping from our cats their Second Amendment right to bear arms, undermining the faith of our kittens by teaching them the lie of evolution, addicting our feline friends to the scourge of catnip. The cats of America are under siege, whether they are hiding in their favourite cardboard box, climbing a tree or napping in a sunbeam, our cats are under attack and they desperately need our help. This book is a compilation of the eight brochures that we have deemed most important to maintaining the well-being of our cats, body and soul. Our country and our cats stand at a precipice. Will we rise to the challenge and forge our nation into a shining beacon of liberty that would make our founding fathers proud? It will take courage. It will take hard work. But armed with the knowledge contained within these pages, you and your cats can make America great again. I mean, right from the jump, it's obviously like a massive slab of satire. But I do have to question, how many people have bought this? Thinking it's serious. Far too many would probably be the correct answer. And that is both terrifying... And hilarious. So, as the very long title, How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety and Abstinence, Drugs, Satanism and Other Dangers That Threaten Their Nine Lives, tells us there's quite a few categories in here. And I'm probably not going to be able to touch on all of them 
in this episode, but I am open to diving into this even deeper if that's what people want. But we are going to cover some of the key areas, starting with gun safety, because let's be honest, it is absolutely imperative in this nation that cares so much about gun safety that we make sure our cats know how to appropriately handle a firearm. Do I need to talk to my cat about gun safety? The first question many of you will be asking is, do I really need to teach my cat about gun safety? The answer is an unequivocal yes. The Constitution of the United States of America guarantees us the right to own and operate firearms, and that is a right we must exercise in order to keep our country healthy. It is the duty of all American citizens, as well as their cats, to be able to use and maintain a firearm. Citizens who cannot handle a gun safely are as irresponsible and useless as citizens who do not own a gun at all. It is imperative that in order to ensure the future security of our country, every man, woman, child and cat be able to defend our nation against the enemies of democracy. What is the best age to start talking to my cat about gun safety? The easy answer to that is no age is too young to start introducing your cat to the benefits and responsibilities of gun ownership, but realistically, you should wait at least until a week after birth when cats begin to open their eyes. <laughs> at no point in your cat's life will it be more playful and precocious than when they are a kitten. The obituaries are filled with families who thought that their kitten was too young to play with guns, that they could wait until their cat was just a little bit older to instruct them on proper firearm usage and safety. This assumption is irresponsible and too often fatal. If anything, the youthfulness of your kitten is even more reason to teach them about firearms. Never forget, your kitten's curiosity, clumsiness, mischievousness and lack of problem-solving abilities can be a deadly combination. <laughs> Then there's, I mean, this is great because it's, it's not just the text, it's the photos they've included here, which are brilliant. There is a cat at a shooting range and the targets are birds. It's got some boids in its sight right there. And the caption reads, just like your cat uses a scratching post to keep her claws sharp, taking her to a shooting range several times a week will help keep her skills sharp. Remember... Practice makes perfect. This is, it's just riddled with cat puns as well, so bonus. There are loads of little subsections and separate paragraphs here that it would take me forever to read through in its entirety. And also, I don't know the legal status of doing that. So, obviously, for both of those reasons, I am just cherry-picking some stuff here that uh, leaps out off the page to me. Including this, which is very, all of this is, is important stuff. So I really do hope you're paying attention and taking notes. How do cats fit into defense? <laughs> How do cats fit into the defense of America? There are almost 100 million cats living in American households and untold millions more loosely organized into feral militias. <laughs> do you not think that the enemies of our nation quake in fear at the thought of an extra 100 million soldiers defending our country? Soldiers who possess superhuman reflexes, balances, and unrivaled night vision. The importance of cats to national defence is something that has been understood by many of our greatest presidents, from Abraham Lincoln to George W. Bush, and is something that, as vigilant Americas, we must never forget. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna wrap things up with the the gun stuff in a minute. I'm gonna move on to a different section. Um, but yeah, I gotta throw this out. Besides safety, why should I teach my cat how to handle a gun? 
simply because it is the duty of every American citizen, human and cat alike, to exercise the rights bestowed upon us by the US Constitution. By teaching your cat about the potential dangers your home may face, such as burglars, dogs, ghosts, and foreign enemies of the US, as well as the proper way to respond to them, you are helping to fulfil the destiny of the greatest nation ever conceived. Failing to train your cat to use firearms is a betrayal of everything that George Washington and our other founding fathers held dear. It's true, because, you know, what do you do if your cat is not appropriately trained in the use of firearms and all of a sudden you have a home invasion come courtesy of a pack of feral ghosts? You goosed. You goosed, son. Gotta train your cat. Alright, so, how to talk to your cat about evolution? Because, look, it is important, it is imperative to talk to your cat about gun safety. But also, we need to get to the deeper root of the cause. Why we need to be teaching our cats how to use a gun. And one of those main causes is the filthy, stinking, dirty lie of evolution. Perpetuated, by the way, dear listeners, I'm sure you're well aware, you're smart people. Evolution, the dirty, stinking lie, has been perpetuated by the dirty, stinking commie socialist liberals with their agenda for mind control. Disgusting. Anyway, gather your cats round, because this one is important. Do I need to talk to my cat about evolution? Absolutely yes. Cats today are bombarded with atheist propaganda from every angle, from the godless degenerates who infest our entertainment industry to the pinko liberals in government who would love nothing more than to outlaw the practice of Christianity. So true, so disgusting. It is your duty as a responsible cat owner to protect them from the barrage of misinformation they are assaulted with every day. And foremost among those lies is the theory of evolution. Even if your cat attends church with you on a regular basis, which by the way, they bloody well should, and if they're not, you need to have a stern word with them about that. Even if your cat attends church with you on a regular basis, this will often not be enough to inoculate them against the evolution myth. Your cat needs not only to accept that God created the Earth and the United States of America, they also need to understand the insidious nature of the lies Darwin spawned in an attempt to destroy our country. The theory of evolution is not only false, it is dangerous. Dangerous to you, dangerous to your cat, and dangerous to America. It is your job to teach your cat right from wrong, good from evil, and creation from evolution, or as we like to call it, evil ocean. Oh boy, this is brilliant. Excellent purchase. What exactly is the danger of not talking to my cat about evolution? There is a secret war being waged against our country, a shadow war. A war not only for the soul of every red-blooded American citizen, but for the souls of our cats as well. There are forces in our world who would love nothing more than to transform our freedom-loving nation into a secular Satanist dictatorship. Their mission is to undermine the Christian values that form the bedrock of our country, to attack our very faith. This is the danger that the theory of evolution poses. Those forces who would indoctrinate your cats with their lies do not care about your cat's understanding of the principles of science. Their stated goal of promoting the advancement of knowledge is a ruse. Rather, they intend to sow seeds of doubt in the hearts of our cats, and then they want to use that doubt to turn America's kitties against their faith, against their God, against their country, and against you. You ask, why are we so passionate about imparting to our cats the message of God's creation? 
Because not only do the souls of our cats stand upon the precipice of our sin, our very nation hangs in the balance. (laughs) Oh, man. Who are the enemies who seek to undermine my cat's faith in creationism? There are two groups who have devoted themselves to impressing upon our cats the myth of evolution, the puppets and their puppet masters. Most of the people you encounter who advocate for the lie of evolution are nothing more than brainwashed sheep, blindly parroting the lies spoon-fed to them by Hollywood Jews and an unholy coalition comprised of elements from the United Nations, European Union, the Rothschild family and the Bilderberg Group. It is a cabal of some of the wealthiest and most powerful men in the world. See, this is where we are crossing over into territory where people will probably believe this bullshit. A lot of this is being directed not towards cats, but towards people. This is this is heading a little too close to reality now. As good as the satire is, and as much as I'm loving the cat puns, we are we are on the, the verge of of crossing over. They recognize no god but themselves. They prefer birds or fish as pets. <laughs> and therefore hate cats. They view America as their enemy. They seek world domination and see our democratic union as a shining beacon of hope to those who might try to resist their tyranny. It is they who would undermine the Christian faith that is the backbone of America, who would weaken us with gun control legislation, who promote the decloying of our cats as acceptable, and who would cull our numbers through Obamacare's mandates of forced abortions for white citizens. Whoever's written this, they've done a bang-up job. Like, they've nailed the delusional uh, element with the aggressive tone and the rhetoric. It is, in terms of satire, chef's kiss. The enemy knows that if they can convince our cats that the Earth and the universe were created by random chance and not divine will, kitties everywhere will then lose faith in the existence of God. And if God does not exist, then there are no longer any rules about right or wrong, good or or evil. All morality would become relative. There is no reason for cats to behave if there is no hope for kitty heaven and no fear of kitty hell. Cats would turn against their owners, pee outside their litter box, make friends with mice, engage in intercourse with dogs. Without Jesus in your cat's heart, your furry companion is a purring time bomb of degenerate chaos. Sorry, I need to read that again. Without Jesus in your cat's heart, your furry companion is a purring time bomb of degenerate chaos. Setting our cats against us is but one part of the multi-pronged strategy of our enemies in their way to ferment anarchy and eventually destroy America. And then there is a a, a fantastic picture uh, that depicts the inevitable nightmare that awaits our great nation should we fail to teach our cats about evolution and creationism. And it's just a bunch of birds in the Oval Office. All right, we're going to type things up on, on the subject of evolution before we move on. One of the most common questions cats have about evolution is this. If evolution isn't real, then how is it that we are able to selectively make cats to produce new breeds? Isn't that a form of evolution? The answer is complicated, but no. There are, in fact, two kinds of evolution... Small evolution, which we can see in the world around us, and big evolution, which is a myth spread by cowards who wish to destroy America. The Bible states that God created each animal according to its kind. This means that it is entirely possible for two cats to mate and produce a new kind of cat. It is, after all, still a cat. 
Evolutionists, on the other hand, take this many steps further. They claim that most of our modern-day animals evolved from monkeys, that at some point in the past, two monkeys mated and a kitten was the result. These, <laughs> these are the big evolutions our enemies claim created the world we see today. Dinosaurs giving birth to bears, sea urchins giving birth to penguins, ducks giving birth to snakes, and other ridiculous scenarios. The very idea of which is an abomination to our lord. I do hope that just by kind of giving you um, some cherry-picked elements here, that you are, are you getting a good sort of taste of this and would like to buy a copy of it yourself. I very much would recommend it just on this alone. All right, we're going to touch very briefly on two more subjects, uh, one of which is abstinence and then the other one is Satanism because I feel like of all the things that your cat needs to know about, it's definitely those two. Do I really need to talk to my cat about abstinence? Positively, yes. At no other point in history have America's cats and kittens been so bombarded with sexualized imagery and permissive messages, from the pro-sex lyrics of pop music to the kitty porn sites on the internet featuring cats licking themselves in an indecent manner. At the same time, the risks that premarital sex poses to our feline friends have never been greater be it the epidemic of teenage, in cat years, pregnancy, or the scourge of FIV. Regular talks with your cat about the importance of abstinence are the best way you can keep them healthy and safe while preparing them for the challenges ahead. At what age should I start talking to my cat about abstinence? It's never too early to start talking to your cat about the risks of premarital sex. Some might worry whether their kitten can truly understand the importance of saving themselves for marriage, or even worse, that the talk could backfire and that educating an otherwise innocent kitten about the dangers of sex might accidentally cause them to become permiscuous. A prudent stance, but misguided. Hollywood is already exposing our pets to pro-sex propaganda when they are extremely young. At all hours of the day, PBS, or as we like to call it, the pornographic broadcasting station, shows lions and other large cats engaging in graphic sex acts under the banner of what they claim to be educational nature programming. We call it smut. Whether you like it or not, your kitten will learn about sex, so it is imperative that the first lesson come from you and not from them. Speak with your kitten as soon as possible so you can discuss the harmful and sinful messages that these TV shows teach before it's too late. Here's a great question, and I'm really pleased they asked this. Uh, if abstinence is so effective, might it not cause a national cat shortage? And the answer is no, not if you're doing your part to encourage your cat to marry young and have as many kittens as possible. Reading the Bible, it's clear that when God tells us to be fruitful, he is speaking not only of humans, but of our cats as well. Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky, states God in Genesis. God did not choose his words carelessly. That he mentions fish and birds is clear proof that kitties are precious to him, and that he intends for cats to be stewards of the earth alongside man. Another great question, and I think this is a good one to sort of round us off on the uh, the cat abstinence section. Again, there's a lot more detail here, and again, I highly recommend you buy this, not just for your sake, but for the sake of your cat and for future generations of cats, which of course have been born in wedlock into good Christian cat families.
All right, so the last question we have here is, uh, I'm not sure I'm comfortable talking to my cat about sex, and what if my cat won't listen to what I have to say? Which, to be fair, is, is likely. Cats tend to not listen to humans. Your cat may act distracted or sleepy, or may even try to leave the room when you bring up the subject of sex. You must not let yourself become discouraged. The fate of both their life and their soul could hinge on this conversation, and if you fail, your poor cat could face an eternity in purgatory. It is common for cats to feign disinterest in an attempt to cut a conversation short, or even to pretend that they are unable to understand English. You must not give in to these tricks. It will be difficult, but you must be strong. Your cat will witness your strength and will remember your perseverance when they are inevitably faced with temptation. With your guidance, your cat will always be able to land on their feet, no matter how sticky the situation. Despite their initial reluctance, your kitty will soon be thanking you with appreciative meows once they've discovered the strength of a heart committed to chastity. And this section is sort of capped off with a wonderful picture of a cat wearing thick framed glasses and a Native American headdress. And it's got the caption underneath, Meow Lennial cats are easily identified by their ridiculous style of dress, their lack of ambition and their crushing burden of student loan debt. If you have any of these layabout cats living under your roof, don't fret. It's never too late to enlighten them about the glory of capitalism and hard work. Alright, so the last thing I'm going to read from this, and, and believe me, there is so much more that I could dive into here. But um, we are going to skip past online safety, although it really is quite important to talk to your cats about their browsing habits and being safe on the internet, keeping them uh, away from would-be predators in chat rooms and stuff, asking them ASL and other investigative insidious questions. But we are going to skip ahead to... Uh, well, I mean, I feel like I'm doing a disservice here because there's a whole section on drugs. That also is a very important section to talk to your cat about. But again, I highly recommend you buy the book and go into a deep dive with this. But we are going to end with talking to your cats about Satanism when I can find the section. All right, here we go. Main event. How to talk to your cat about Satanism. Again, it's got some of the same questions that each section has. Do I really need to talk to my cat about Satanism? I think we all know that that is a hard yes. How do we know that Satan is real? Well, we just know, obviously. But, you know, there is there is proof everywhere. Everywhere you look, MTV, on the, the internet, and other stuff. So I don't need to get into that. At what age should I talk to my cat about Satanism? Again, it's it's as early as possible, you know. So let's dive into some of the sort of deeper questions here. Who are the agents of Satan? The Prince of Lies would like you to think that his only earthly minions are those who label themselves as Satanists, running around in black robes, committing blood sacrifices, and murdering babies in his name. In fact, Satan has many types of agent who do his bidding. Plainly stated, there are two paths in this world, the path of the Lord and the path of the devil. If someone is not on the path of the Lord, it stands to reason that they must serve the great deceiver. It is important that your cat be able to recognise these pawns of darkness for what they really are. There may be many people in your cat's life who seem to care for your kitty. A Muslim veterinarian, a homosexual pet store cashier, an atheist cat photographer. But be warned, each of these people has made a choice to turn from our Lord, and if you give them the chance, they will tempt your kitty down the same dark path. So, yeah, it's very clear. You're either with God or you're with Satan. 
It really is as cut and dry as that. And your cat needs to know this. Very important question here. How does Satan lure cats into his fold? <laughs> wow. Satan has many methods to ensnare the mind and soul of your cat, but in modern times, the allure of magic has become Satan's greatest recruiting tactic. Satan is a master of deception, and he has used this skill to fool the world into believing that tales of sorcery and wizards are just silly, harmless fantasy. Young kittens grow up daydreaming about casting spells to summon cardboard boxes or to levitate magically down from the top of the tallest tree. <laughs> These spells may sound innocent now, but it's not long before your cat will be dreaming about powers that would allow them to raise the dead and shoot fireballs out of their paws. Powers that Satan is only too happy to grant them in exchange for their soul. These days, magic is everywhere you turn in pop culture, a situation orchestrated by Satan's minions in Hollywood. A cat today can't even flick their tail without hitting a book, movie or video game glorifying magic. Here are just a few ways that Satan uses pop culture to entice kittens down the left paw path with promises of dark powers. Books. Millions of cats have read and loved the furry purter books about an orphan kitten with magical powers. Librarians and teachers have praised the series for finally getting cats interested in reading. But at what cost? If young cats want to read about fantastic miracles, they should be turning to the Bible, not devil-inspired fantasy trash. Dungeons and Dragons. Sorry, Brad. For over 40 years, the satanic industrial complex has been using tabletop gaming as one of their primary methods for recruiting young cats. Games like these encourage cats to act out mock rituals of black heathen magic, led by a satanist recruiting agent known as a Dungeon Master. Games of Dungeons and Dragons are a way for the devil to identify cats who are likely candidates for his army. The most promising kitties soon graduate to casting spells in real life. Then, it's only a matter of time before the cat becomes corrupted by the infernal powers Satan has bestowed. Read between the lines of any local newspaper and you'll see dozens of stories about people behaving strangely in ways that can only be explained by cats casting mind control spells over them. Video games. There is no shorter path to Satan's embrace than through video games that involve practicing magic and casting spells. Demons and witchcraft are common elements in role-playing games especially. If you find one of these games in your house, destroy it immediately. Such games can have a profoundly damaging impact on the moral and psychological well-being of a young cat. Explain to your kitties that these type of games pose a significant threat, and that such mature themes are not appropriate for cats of any age. Instead, encourage your kitten to try games that celebrate themes that make America great, such as our military, or capitalism, by playing Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. Look at this. So, <laughs> so a page has actually come out of the book. I was, I was sort of bending it too, too far, and a page has kind of just very, very easily and casually come out. A coincidence? Or is this just the work of Satan trying to stop me reading all about his evil plans and how to stop them? I know the answer, and I think you do too. All right, so we're going we're gonna to end on this because uh, it is extremely important. How can I help my cat guard against satanic thoughts? Whether recruiting a young cat to join a satanic cult or arranging for one of his demons to possess an unwary feline, it is dark, sinful thoughts that Satan uses to gain his toehold into the soul of your cat. Ask yourself, what's the first thing your kitty thinks about when they open their sleepy little eyes in the morning? 
eating a yummy can of cat food, feeling how soft and fluffy their tummy is, taking a nap while sitting in their favourite box, then your cat is wallowing in gluttony, pride and sloth. The first thing your cat should think about upon waking is our Lord Jesus Christ. Talk to your cat about how important it is that they spend their first few minutes of the day thinking about Jesus and how he died on the cross to save both humans and cats from sin. Refocusing your cat on Jesus is the first step to keeping them out of Satan's grasp. And that kind of takes us full circle. We started with talking to them about um, faith and we're talking about reinforcing that faith to keep them safe from the awful, awful claws of Satan. I'm not even entirely sure whereabouts this came from here. Oh, this is great. I'll go. I, I've got to kind of finish here. I think this could, this is a strong way to finish. I, oh, no, I've just pulled another page out of the book. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, help me. It's a good job they're numbered so I know which order to put them back into the book. Maybe I'm not going to give this away as a prize after all with the pages missing. <laughs> I've heard that Satan uses music to turn cats against the Lord. Is this true? Well, I know fine well firsthand that it's true. While listening to strange music to annoy your parents is nothing new for cats or humans, the noise being produced today is far more dangerous than anything heard before. Teenage cats can be very impressionable, and it's at this age that they're most likely to fall under the sway of the modern siren songs of Satan. Gangster rap, free jazz. <laughs> ah. Oh, wow. Who knew there was a satanic quality to free jazz? And worst of all, heavy metal. Halfway between kittenhood and adulthood, young cats become confused as they struggle to figure out ways to stake out a new, more mature identity for themselves. They're not ready to put away their kitten toys, but yearn to be given adult privileges, like being allowed outside. Music has always been one of the most popular ways for young cats to rebel, but be warned, heavy metal musicians are the disciples of the devil, preying on the uncertainty of young cats to enslave them for an unholy cause. If you discover your cat listening to heavy metal music, explain to them that while they may think their music is cool, it's actually made by traitors and heathens who hate America and want to brainwash your cat into accepting a life of drugs, violence and perversion. Once they understand this threat, the two of you can bond by burning your cat's collection of satanic CDs, shirts, posters and other merchandise that bears the mark of the beast. Afterwards, you and your cat can celebrate their freedom by shopping for new music, made by true patriots like Toby Keith, John Philip Souser, or Ted Nugent. That may be the most damaging thing you could do to a, to a cat or a child or a living organism is expose them to Ted Nugent in any form. Speaking, music, just, just no Nugent. Don't do it to them. Nobody deserves that. Nobody. All right, gang, so there you go. We started off... Um, with no real idea of where this was going, and we ended up learning a little bit, just a little, a smidge, about how to talk to your cat about gun safety, abstinence, drugs, Satanism, and other dangers that threaten their nine lives. As I said, we've touched upon some of the sections, but there are other stuff in there. Post-apocalyptic survival, online predators, drugs, obviously, um, lots of stuff that cats are a danger of falling prey to at any given moment. So... I implore you very heavily to get yourself a copy of this. Uh, look after it a little bit better than me and don't have the pages just fall out willy-nilly. Um, yeah. <laughs> At some point in the season, I may actually return 
back to that website, always judge a book by its cover and see if there's anything else in there that's worth diving into a little bit deeper. Or if you want to go check it out yourself and if there's something on there that you'd like to see me do a deeper dive into, um, do do let me know what you find and what it is you would like to see covered on the show. Other than that, uh, yeah, I, I had no idea where this was going. It was kind of disappointing for a little bit and then it picked up steam and went somewhere completely unexpected and weird and surreal and brilliant. And hopefully you've enjoyed that little section as much as I have. And I genuinely am going to go back and read the rest of that book, albeit a bit more carefully so more pages don't fall out, because I think it's brilliant. I think that they've captured the tone, the rhetoric, the aggression, the delusion, all of it into just a wonderful satirical soup. Anyway, as I said at the top of the show, this is going to be a video version as well as an audio one. So if you are listening to the audio one and you want to see some of the stuff we've been discussing, um, go check it out on the YouTube channel. There will be a link in the description below, along with a link to the Facebook page we've got for the show and the Twitter and Instagram. Uh, If you have enjoyed this, and hopefully you have, because it's been a silly, ridiculous palate cleanser following last week's very serious uh, subject then, uh, yeah, do let me know, because I may do some more stuff in a similar vein at some point. Uh, But, yeah, check out the links in the show notes. Uh, Check out next week's episode, which is our second guest uh, episode, and it's the first of a two-parter that's coming up, where I talk to Gabriel Luansing, a.k.a. Mr. Master, a hip-hop MC who infuses sort of absurdism and academia and all sorts of avant-garde stuff into his music and his overall creation. Next week, as I say, it's the first of a two-part conversation where we talk about so much stuff that I wasn't expecting to talk about. Um, the idea of self, communication, long-form chats, uh, his music, all sorts of different stuff. But the best way to get the full scope of that conversation is to uh, simply subscribe, if you haven't done so already. Uh, if you have, thank you very much, as always. But yeah, that's it. Looking forward to diving into more guest conversations, more strange avenues of exploration, and uh, yeah, just sort of blowing this season out into lots of various and eclectic, strange, and hopefully insightful and entertaining areas. And on that note, yeah, that's it. Look after yourselves, look after each other, and until next week, keep it dimed. (laughs) 